Making a podcast today takes everything you got. A kick-ass co-host and some great fan showed us help a lot. But then there was that one guy. He said our theme song sucked. Trucker Josh can fuck right off. All the others loved our song. They got it was a parody. You don't drive real trucks anyways. Ball sucking fake truck driving Josh is your new name. Smells of desperation and Vaseline. Can only drive trucks in video games. Ball sucking fake truck driving Josh is your new name. Oh, fuck you. Do it again? I am the Blue Coyote, and this is the Hijinks and Sue's Wrestling Podcast. And as always, I'm joined with my tag team partner for life, one Mr. Bobby E. How's it going, Bobby? Pretty good. Good. Glad. Pretty good. Got the drop on you. Yes, you did. And I think... I think I have to change my list. (laughs) Okay, well, we can do that uh, during one of our breaks when we prepare for uh, another show. Uh, But uh, this is Monday, and we are starting with news. So, you know, one of my favorite news related items how was your week it was good i got to listen to us every day of the week (laughs) (sighs) a lot of people got to listen to us every day this week and a lot of people were pretty happy with it all right i i got a lot of uh good vibes from the fives and tens a lot of them hit me up said uh Really like, you know, being able to just listen to a quick 30 minutes on the way to work or you know, in between, you know, whatever they were doing. I don't know. I'm not running any lives. But uh, overall, the, the consensus was good. They, they liked, you know, breaking it up. Uh, I can tell by the numbers that, you know, they didn't listen to every episode. And maybe that was kind of a good thing. That was a little bit by design because... Maybe they didn't like one of the segments we did. You know, maybe they don't care for the news, so they're not going to check us out on Monday. Um, I can tell you, Tuesday actually had more listens than Monday, so that was cool. But uh, yeah, super excited with the the way things turned out. Kept me going every day this week, and you know, we had uh, some cool shirt designs come out. I've, I've only shown uh, one person, you know, because they're. On Patreon, and they pay the tier that they're paying for. That fourth tier gives them some exclusives. So I let them see what our uh, exclusives were, and they were really excited. So 
Did they had the same consensus as this? Yeah, they were they were pretty happy. Okay. They were pretty happy with the the way the shirt designs are going and sticker designs. So. Y'all are gonna love this shit. Um. Well, you uh, you want to jump in some news? Oh. All right. No. No. Okay. Well. I had that one piece of news, and you said to save it. So. Yeah, we're gonna save that because uh, that's a pretty big one, and it's I call quoted. It was a, it was enough that uh, I typed out the show list today. Uh, what I'm gonna do with it is for that that top tier on our Patreon backslash hijinks and Sues, um, We're gonna sign it, and whoever you know whoever's in that deal entered into a drawing, and, and the faster you do that. Say you're like the only one there. Next week when we do drawing, you just get it. So you want to get in there, get in there quick. Because I'm only going to hold it for a week. All right. Boom. Um, so, yeah, there, there were some interesting things that came out of the news this week. Um, some things were just kind of like, eh. Uh, other things were like, oh, that's really good. Um, but we're going to have to hold it for... You know, tomorrow, whenever we talk about show or podcast news, I know that there is a big news story that you have been following closely for months now. And Nikki and Brie Bella gave birth to their little minions one day apart. It's creepy. It was weird, you know, because they're twins. It was, yeah, both had boys. Um, but one was... Born on July 31st, and the other was born on August 1st. That's all I wants to say about that. Hey, congrats. Oh, yeah. HGWP, congrats, babies. Um, Kevin Riley. You know who Kevin Riley is? No idea who that is. <laughs> That's all right, because he's not a wrestler. Um, okay. he, he's an executive with uh, Warner Media. Uh, Warner Media had a bit of a shakeup, and he was either sent to another department or demoted from his position. But he was really integral about getting AEW on the air, and I think looked at the numbers and saw the positivity and really pushed for that second show. So he's not there anymore. He's not in charge. So I don't know what that's gonna do for the show, but uh, he's out. Someone else is in. That's some news. Some news. Uh, WWE reportedly planning to resume live TV shows later this month, possibly the SummerSlam Go Home episode of SmackDown on August 21st, and then they would have SummerSlam that weekend, and then Raw. Um, it's unknown if fans will be in attendance. It's too soon. I think it's too soon, too. Um, they've done some live stuff. I don't, I don't see how they can... Oh, we're going to start doing live again. You've been doing live. Uh, from what I understand, they have basically been recording back-to-backs. So they do live one week, and then after that's over, they record the following week. And AEW has been doing the same for Dynamite. So, I don't know. Yeah. But you think it's too soon? Yeah. Um. I do too. I, I don't know. I mean, you could have everyone in masks. I don't know if there's a way to social distance that. I mean, wrestling has some rabid fans. Uh, probably third in line behind hockey and soccer. So, 
could be bad news. Yeah. That's that's too soon. (laughs) Too soon. Uh, The Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that Vince held a meeting before his investor call. Uh, The meeting was described as brutal, and Vince approved nothing. I don't know. You know my thoughts on Vince. He's a you love him. He's a vaginal turd. Some of y'all love me, but I think he's one of those guys you love to hate. No. We we discussed it in the past. I respect what he did for the business. I don't like some of the things he did for the business, but at this point, he's a little emotional, um, and I think that uh, it has to do with some some other things. One WWE related and the other one not. And and that's going to come up in the news. Um, In another meeting prior to that call, it was reported that Vince stated that he was very high up on Bailey and her current run. He likes what she's doing. So that's why she's still getting the push. Uh, He mentioned some others. um, all female wrestlers, like he was, he was high up on three talents, and they they were all female wrestlers, which I found interesting. Um, then again, if you take a look at their product, you're kind of like, well, I I don't know who to really like. Um, I w- will say that they're getting better, and we'll discuss some of that uh, on tomorrow's episode. But he's he's not happy um, with a couple things. One. The ratings, which we'll discuss later. Okay. And two, um, it was said that that last week's Raw was, backstage was volatile and unprepared. That decisions were being made right at the last minute or, hey, this match is going out and right as they're at the curtain, they're like, no, stop, we're going to do this instead. Very WCW there towards the end, so that kind of has me worried about uh, Raw. But Vince was really upset about your favorite topic, the XFL bankruptcy. Did you read that news? Uh, That The Rock and a couple others bought it? Yeah. And now it's being fought against or... Well, the, the, the way it works out is it, you know, the bankruptcy is declared, it goes up in court, and The Rock and his group, to include uh, his ex-wife, Danny Garcia... They, they basically put their offer on the table saying, well, this is what we feel it is worth. We've uh, investigated it. We've done our research. This is what we're willing to pay. And then the other people can kind of come back and counter. It typically does not work. Because um, the be-all, end-all goal with that bankruptcy is to say, hey, we owe some debts to some people. And whenever someone else comes in and buys that, that money is immediately going to go to, you know, the people you owe money to. So Vince invested $300 million into the XFL. The Rock and his group have proposed to buy it for $15 million. So sell. Yeah, just get it. Just might as well get it over with. Um, With the band-aid. 
I think it would be highly successful under that leadership uh, with The Rock's football background. And just, I mean, he he's a producer on... Titan Games. Titan Games. Um, he's also a producer on his HBO show, uh, and that's a football-related show. He, Him and his group, they produce a lot of movies that he stars in. Um, they've done some other films that he wasn't involved in. Um, or on screen, but he's probably the busiest guy in Hollywood. Everything he's touched probably in the last uh, five to ten years has done pretty good. I mean, there early on in his career, it wasn't that great, and he got rid of that agent and got a new agent and started doing you know better projects. But time will tell. I think he he could uh, turn the XFL debacle around. I just I think Vince is pissed because he always wanted to own a team. And whenever that wasn't going to happen, and he even attempted to buy, you know, percentage of teams, and the owners of those teams were, they pretty much laughed at him, told him, absolutely not. <laughs> so he's like, well, I'll just go and do it my own way. Well, that's failed twice now. So once because the product was really bad, and then once because of financial issues. I mean, I actually, we joked when it first came out, and, you know, you didn't care, and and I, you know, cared as far as news went, but I didn't watch any of it. But I've actually seen people in the area we live in with with XFL team logoed T-shirts. Hmm. So I don't know. Well, Texas is a big football state. True. So that kind of makes sense. Um, and then, like I said, he he is kind of upset about ratings. We discussed last week. Um. No one's really going to talk about it, but WWE uh, officials and talent are all upset about the ratings between AEW and NXT. Um, okay. Now they've gone up and down, and, and I won't say that it's a WCW 83 weeks or anything like that, but the Wednesday Night Wars are hot and heavy, and everyone's taking a look at demographics and ratings, and NXT has been down, and even them bringing in uh, Pat McAfee, which we talked about last week, so far, it's been kind of a dud. Um, Triple H appeared on ESPN, and, and they're trying to pull some outside stuff and bring additional viewers, you know, people who don't typically watch wrestling, but they watch the Pat McAfee show. Oh, he's going to be on wrestling. I'm going to have to check that out. But, uh, you know, this deal with Adam Cole, uh, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, from a ring psychology standpoint, Pat McAfee comes in, he came in on NXT, and he knocks out Adam Cole. Okay, well, Adam Cole was one of your strongest NXT champions in recent history. Held a belt for a while, has a faction, uh, great storylines, good promo, excellent ring work. So you're going to bring in an outside talent that doesn't have any training, doesn't have a background in wrestling, not even amateur style, and you're just going to have him knock out this guy. You've actually done a disservice to your product Vince you've taken it from level 10 back to 2 uh, but it the payoff is not there just like whenever they tried to bring Gronkowski in and we made fun of that and he was <laughs> such a goober on, on Wrestlemania and then the news came out he's really not going to do anything um, I guess he was supposed to be set up to, to do a lot um, this summer SummerSlam is kind of what they were gearing towards and by then he would have had you know some more training and could have 
turned out better. But I think he saw the writing was on the wall and was like, eh, maybe I just don't want to have anything to do with this anymore. Isn't he playing football again? As far as I know, didn't he go to Tampa Bay to... Follow his uh, butt buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, right. guy, that guy I don't like. We don't mention his name in this house. Tom Brady? <sighs> you have tainted the library <laughs> of awesomeness. Here, I'll clear it up. Aaron Rodgers. I don't have a problem with Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers. Um, speaking of the library of awesomeness... Aside from behind-the-scenes photos, it made its debut yesterday on our Facebook page. Oh, you put that on Facebook? Yes. Okay. That video? Yeah. It is up. Okay. Were you upset with that video? No. I thought you would be. I didn't get it till this morning. Okay. Well, but... I kind of, you know, tits and giggled without you, so. That's fine. It's your podcast, man. It's our podcast. Uh, we mentioned earlier that the Bellas had their babies. Um, babies. Speaking of the Bellas, Mr. Bella, Daniel Bryan, um, is tired of listening to the Moana soundtrack. His daughter plays it constantly. One of the songs... Get the fuck over it. ...is sung by The Rock. And so he has thrown out a challenge to The Rock, saying, I, I need payback. Because I'm tired of listening to you sing in my house and in my car and everywhere we go. Um, and The Rock, except, air quotes, the challenge. Um, he says, as a girl dad, he gets it. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think The Rock's going to take on Daniel Bryan. But I think it would actually be a pretty good match. The Rock's proven in recent years that he can still go. He's still athletic. But I don't think he's ever really faced anyone of the caliber of a Daniel Bryan. What do you think? I think that's stupid. With two, two O's. I think it'd be good. He would destroy Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would give him the Fast and Furious elbow. Okay. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, and yeah. Daniel Bryan... You're a parent. You can turn off that song anytime <laughs> you want. Uh, I know. Um, <clears throat> I, I have said it in the past, um, not on the show that I can recall, <clears throat> but I've said it to people in public. Um, whenever Frozen came out, and that song was everywhere, and that movie was everywhere, and then it comes out of theaters and get, hits home release and, and online streaming and I talked to a lot of parents that were just, oh man, I've seen this movie like a hundred times. I have never seen that movie. I've never seen the sequel. What movie? Frozen. Oh, yeah. And, and, as a, and, and I'll tell parents. I'm like, oh, I've never seen it. Oh, how? And some of them are like, oh, it's a great movie. But then others are, how did you pull that off? Um, it's easy because I'm the parent and I said, I'm not watching that movie in this house. Yeah. Hell. Yeah, it's just, I'm not going to do it. Um... Now, it's related to show news, but we'll go ahead and spill the beans here. It has been reported that Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio is a go for SummerSlam. Huh. That's Ray's son? Yes. Well, could, could it be Eddie's son? Oh, God. <laughs> I only said that because you said you hated that story. I did. I hated it so much. Yeah, that's fine. Um, 
Is this another eyeball match? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. It was so stupid. Uh, I think that it was a the eyeball match uh, was to transition to this match. It was to build up Dominic. Um, you know, he's been training for a while. Uh, so this is kind of the blow off. Like you hurt my dad, I'm gonna get vengeance. Um, he'll probably go over Seth Rollins, but um, oh, okay, I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, I just w, I, I don't care i i don't know i'm trying i'm i'm trying not to be closed-minded i'm trying to open up and but wwe really backed themselves into a corner you take a look at attitude era whenever you got you know stone cold Shawn michaels triple h undertaker uh bret hart you know 96 into 97 definitely 98 blowing up huge turn of the century 2000 was good WCW and ECW do their invasion angle and it kind of started to cool off a little bit and then it picked up some more um, and it's been good and there's been some great talent in there over over the last 20 years but now they're kind of in a spot of uh, NXT is so good you've got all this talent that's ready to go you're not calling them up to the main roster yet and I think the main reason is because NXT is a better product than your other two flagship shows. And if you call that talent up, who are you going to replace it with that's good enough? And you know, two, you know, the ratings will tank on NXT. I don't know. I don't make those decisions. I don't want to armchair book. I just, I, I look at the pattern <laughs> of things and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Some of your bigger guys that are big names, I remember when they kind of first came in, you're, Seth Rollins and your Kevin Owens and you know some of those guys and the guys that they came in with and some of those guys are either on the injured list they're in other companies now um, whatever the case may be but even Owens is saying hey you know it might be time to hang it up I might be getting there I've got other projects you know I might want to work on I don't know um, you have things like finally bringing in AJ Styles and AJ's done great things. But even AJ at 42, 43, he can still go, but he's kind of wanting to scale it back. And so how much can you utilize them? Uh, they're not all built like The Undertaker, you know, to, to go for 30 years in that gimmick, even though he changed it up, to just continuously be there to bail you out. All right. So I don't know what they're going to do. Um, the wrestling business is a roller coaster. Hopefully, they can turn it around. Um, I I do wish them luck. You know, I'm a fan, and and I know we've talked about WWE versus AEW, other products that are out there like Ring of Honor and New Japan and Impact. But uh, I you know I'm just a fan of the business. So yes, am I pro AEW? Do I push that a lot? Yes, I do uh, because every time I've watched it, I've been blown away. Um, even, you know, there, there's a few weeks I'm, and I'm still behind on Dynamite, but whenever I finally was able to sit down and even though I was tired and I thought I'd rather just go to sleep, but I need to catch up. So I put on the show and I was still blown away. So it's not that the, the, that the interest isn't there. It's just that. Where WWE is concerned, their their storylines are a little lacking. I mean, they're getting better since Bruce took over on Raw, 
um, I think. And the ratings have gone up. We'll discuss that later. But it's just not grabbing me. And it's not grabbing you either. I mean, no. when we started this, you started watching SmackDown again. And then there was a point where I said, hey, I'm fast-forwarding through SmackDown. And you're like, I'm not even going to watch it anymore. Yeah, I, I, there was no point. No point. Uh, I don't know. I just, I can't get into any of it. It is tough. And and I've told you, hey, check out AEW, but because of, you know, not knowing who some of their talent is, you're just like, well, you know, I, and I get it. You know, you, you're not investing time in Raw or SmackDown because the product's bad. Why would you want to invest your time into something you don't know? But... I think in the long run it'll pay off. I mean, you admitted last week that you've watched some more Kenny Omega. Uh-huh. And he's pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, so, in that transition, let's talk about some AEW news before we hit our Big Bang final topic. Um, Big Bang Theory. Jericho is feuding with... You ready for this one? Yes. Sebastian Bach. The composer? Not Johan, Sebastian Bach, but Skid Row, former frontman, Sebastian Bach. Okay, why? Um, so it kind of started out as a Twitter battle of like who sings better. <laughs> like, I sing better than you, and I sing better than you do. Well, then Sebastian Bach came out and said, Chris Jericho, at all of his concerts, is basically lip syncing. Ooh. And, yeah, he's like, you're Millie Vanillia. And uh, for our younger listeners that don't know Millie Vanilli, go check that out because it's a hilarious scandal. Um, so Jericho was like, well, I sing better than you, so let's have a sing-off. We'll sing together. And Jericho considered Sebastian Bach one of his friends. Uh, but it's just... <clears throat> uh, basically, he challenged Sebastian Bach to a sing-off, which makes sense because they're arguing about singing. He didn't really hear back from Sebastian Bach, but at one time, Sebastian Bach challenged Jericho to a fight. And Sebastian Bach's like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, maybe even taller than that. And he said, I'm taller than him. I will destroy him in a fight. Um, so, <laughs> but Jericho's come out and said, I, guess, I, I don't think we're friends anymore. You think? <laughs> yeah. Call me Millie Vanilli. <laughs> um, in the past week, the AEW toys have hit Walmart all around the country. Um, in local area, I've seen the belt and the ring. No action figures as of yet. Um, some people have found them. In Houston, someone went to the store to look and see if they had the action figures. And they said, I saw the belt. I saw the ring. I wanted the figures. I was bummed out. He goes to leave the aisle and he bumps into AEW Sammy Guevara. Who lives in that area. So oh, okay. It's like, wow. Oh, I don't think I like him. The Spanish God? It, nothing to do with him being Spanish. Well, no, I mean, that's what he calls himself. The Spanish God. He is, uh... Him and Chris Jericho are a tag team called the Sex Gods. But he's part of the inner circle. He's a bad guy. Um, he's the one that, you know, four years ago or more... He has the Robin Dick haircut. Yeah, that's kind of... But his is, like, backwards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, he's he's a good talent, but he definitely will make you not like him. Yeah, I don't like him. But he can wrestle. Okay. I'm saying. Okay, so you like him? No, 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 no. I don't... Well, 
I don't have a problem with him per se. I don't like his character. I don't like things he does on TV. But okay, he's doing. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's. I don't know him personally. He's doing his job well. I, uh, you don't. He comes over all the time. Mm. We're gonna do a guest spot next week, maybe. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, so. Bullshit. <clears throat> I'm gonna remember that motherfucker whenever you're all like, I, Alexa Bliss is my ex-wife, and I talked to all these people. Didn't you? You said Jim Cornette, like you were having lunch one time or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Um, Can't disprove it. Probably the biggest news this week. We saved it for last. And I did. I I typed all this up, but I did save this on my phone so I could actually read the quote. But. Yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. One Mr. Martin Janetti. You are in the hot seat again. I think he has Alzheimer's. I, I he's got something. I don't know if it's like years of partying hard or what, but he was a rocker. He was a rocker. Um, but he he said, "I never told no one this, even my brother Gino, because Gino would have killed him, and I didn't want my brother gone." Hell, he'd only recently came home from Vietnam. I was 13 working at Victory Lane's bowling alley, buying weed from a guy that worked there. And he that he said a bad word. I didn't say that word. And he put his hands on me. He dragged me around to the back of the building. You already know what he was going to try to do. This was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. But Winnie... The girl in these pics. I liked you so damn much. Probably my favorite. But I promised myself way back then. Nobody would ever hurt me again. That includes you. I loved you. But you hurt me. With your fucking Jamaican jealousy. You can go your own way. I don't need you. You can go your own way. Go your own way. Oh. So apparently he's he's feuding with his girlfriend. His on again off again girlfriend. Um, and then he makes this comment, um, about the guy who possibly tried to molest him when he was 13 years old. Yeah. And then he... That he was trying to buy weed from. Yep. But he made the man disappear. Yeah. Presto changeo. Poof. Yeah. We assume he means that he killed him, dumped his body in the river. Uh... But two things stick out. One, he said that was the very first time yes. that he had done that. Um, before the post was taken down, because he did delete it. Oh. Um, but, you know, screen grabs what they are. Uh, but someone even asked uh, if he was doing okay, and he commented, me and Winnie just had a fallout. But if you're asking about the other thing, yes, that was a billion years ago. Plus... I have the satisfaction of knowing that bitch ass ninja. I don't know if there was supposed to be a racial slur there, but it says ninja. I'm pretty sure. Never got to do another kid like that. So, I mean, I, I don't condone pedophilia. and Well, you're not a Catholic. So. You, you put, put your hands on my kids, I'll disappear you too, but... That wasn't the first time I made a man disappear. It just sticks in my head. Yeah. And at that age, 13, come on. Yeah. 
I think it's bullshit. My brother just came home from Vietnam. I think it was bullshit. Um, I, I what I got from it. So, um, I'd sent you the link. I don't know if you checked it out. Um, but we are on Discord. Mm. One of our super loyal, awesome fans, uh, made us a Discord. Is he though? Is he what? One of my loyal fans. Oh, I saw the tweet. Oh, did you finally see it? Yeah, I figured out how to look. <laughs> I liked that it was a response to something you said on the show. I've got one fucking tweet. He's like, now you got two, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's been set up. A few of the fans have, have found us on there, and um, we've been shooting each other memes and discussing topics and stuff. We... While it does not have as many followers as our Facebook page, it has more interaction. And I I think it's really cool that, you know, the fans are communicating to each other and starting to talk and get to know each other because, you know, a lot of our listening base early on were people that we knew. and But they didn't know each other. And so now they're kind of getting to, to know each other. So I thought that was interesting and cool. Um, I've been really happy with it. But someone posted a meme on there and I wanted to see if I can find it because it summed up Marty Jannetty. So it's a Marty Jannetty bingo card. And right in the middle square, you know, the middle square is always a freebie, um, was fucked over by Shawn Michaels. So the other boxes have murder, incest, cocaine, hookers, underage girls, racism, prison time, homophobia, DUI, alcohol, rape, pedophilia, pills, Parole violation, brain damage, crack, worked at a bowling alley, necrophilia, fought cops, wrestled Joey Janela, theft, xenophobia, domestic violence, heroin. These are all topics that have come up in stories concerning Mr. Janetti over the last several years. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jake the Snake. No, no, this is <laughs> Marty Janetti. But the funniest thing is you read all those and then it says wrestled Joey Janela. And that just cracked me up. He's a wrestler. He was a big-time indie star, and he's on AEW. And he's, I mean, he's been an indie star for 15-plus years. He, and so everyone expected big things. And, and I'd heard the name, but I hadn't seen any matches. And then he shows up on AEW, and I think, this guy looks like he smells. Like, you know, when you look at people, and you're like, oh, I don't want to go over there. He looks like he stinks. Huh. Like, I think he probably stinks. I could be wrong. Mr. Janela, come at me, bro. See what happens. I will rule you. <laughs> <laughs> and on that classic callback, that is all the time we have for today. So, H-E-W-P, the hoot, the ring, the squared circle. And the tits. And the giggles. <laughs>